Hello, everybody, and welcome to this week's episode of iCast Fireball, an actual play 5e D&D adventure where we go through the campaign Tyranny of Dragons. I'm Thomas, your DM for this adventure, and around the table we have... Malamara. Lance Thalen. And Fleeple. You know, I say we go through the campaign Tyranny of Dragons, which is technically true, but I really should throw an addendum being like Tyranny of Dragons and whatever the heck we feel like running for the next couple months as well. Because we did Candlekeep Mysteries, we did some like uh, homebrew stuff. Are you telling me that we have deviated from the holy pages of Tyranny of Dragons? So, uh, last we left our adventurers, they um, uh, they were, were investigating one of these stone giants. Not a stone giant, because that's actually a creature. Uh, one of these um, statues, a stone statue, that's what it is. Having discovered a nefarious plot, so to speak, from a dying dwarf that had literally had a heart attack right in front of them. As they started to explore this statue, they found some fanatical custodians who seemingly were willing to die for Stonky, whoever that may be. And upon finding a few secret passageways, a couple of these individuals strapped into chairs in the upper levels automatically, they went down into the basement, so to speak, underneath the ground floor where they encountered these weird mechanical constructs that were somewhat spider-like, somewhat dragon-like, somewhat scorpion-like. And yes, they did seem to all have those types of anatomy to it. And upon rushing through to try and escape them, they, they were attacked and immediately besieged. And we come into the third round of combat at the top of the round. Lance. You are starting out this third round here. If you recall, you had run into the hallway past the massive illusion that Fleeple had seen through, and you are now beset with three of these creatures right in front of you. What do you do? But only, correct me if I'm wrong, only one of them can attack me at a time because of how small the doorway is. That's correct. There's a choke point here, and the other two are trying to get through. They may be able to get through in... but. As currently right now, they are stuck. I am going to... Okay, I don't want to move because if I move, then all three of them are at me or in the hallway. So I am going to... Okay, I'm going to... In desperation, Lance is just kind of like freaking out and also like just getting angry at himself for being like, I got us in this stupid situation because we knew of the things that were behind us, but I decided to run around and open all the doors And this causes this bottleneck and more of them to show up. So Lance is just kind of like getting really angry. And all of a sudden he kind of like just feels his hand. Those sparks start to happen again. And he will reach out to the one in front of them. And and he will cast Scorching Ray. Scorching Ray. All right. Sounds good. Thank you, Demonomicon. You will not come back to bite me at all. Yes, a completely <laughs> altruistic book that yeah. has no ulterior motive. It's like really motive. nice. It's like, hey, which here's here's a little something on the side, man, just for you. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yes, scorching rain. So, are you going to be attacking the one directly in front of you or the ones behind? I only ask because the one in front of you will be with disadvantage because it's a ranged attack. 
Oh, I did not know that that would be disadvantage. Um, if it is disadvantage, then yes, I will be attacking the one the one that's not right in front of me. So one of the ones behind it. So I can yeah, so I can slow up the bottleneck. I'm gonna focus all three rays though on one, seeing if somehow I can knock this guy out maybe in one hit, if it's possible. All right, that's a, spe- a ranged spell attack. You've got a roll and you've got a hit. That is going to be, first one is a 18 to hit. 18 just hits. Ooh, these guys are strong. Oh no. Oh no. Oh no. Oh no. Second one oh, boy. is a critical fail. Okay. And that does not the third hit. third one Boom. is not gonna hit because that was a nine. So that's gonna be a 16. No inspiration? I do, but I feel I need to save that for maybe more dire circumstances. All like, right, sounds good. So you have one that go Mickey. off. <laughs> I just wish sometimes this podcast was visual. Mickey's look, right? When I said, I think I need to say there for more dire circumstances. Mickey's like, you don't think this is dire? Okay. <laughs> Here we go. Uh, that is going to be, um, that's nine points of damage to, I will say, I was targeting the one that's on the, there's the guy in front of me, and then one on the right, one on the left, the one on the the left of the room. Great, sounds good. You fire off three blasts. The first one hits, and that confident drives you forward to just keep focusing in. The other two, however, miss as they, the skitterwig is what it's called. Um, so I'll start using its name. Starts to dive and uh, skitter and scamper away from each of your hits. That's only your action, but you still have a bonus and you still have a move. You said you don't want to move. Anything on your bonus that you'd like to attempt I don't know if you are able to really without taking the attack action. So, because I can't bonus action dagger one of these things because I didn't attack it originally, right? Well, no, I can't bonus action throw a dagger. That'd only be with my offhand if I. Okay. Correct. That's only if you are able. That's only if you took the attack action instead of casting the spell. Um, I will. You do have the disengage, the dash, or the the dodge. Can you dodge? I can dash, disengage, or hide. So. Disengage. Dis, oh, the only thing disengage does is if I disengage, I can then run away and not have an attack of opportunity. I believe against me. Correct. No, I'm gonna I'm gonna stay put at least until I'm assured that maybe my my compadres are maybe in a better situation or a worse one. Then I might be booking it out of here. So. All right, we'll jump on over to Fleeple then. Fleeple, you have one in front of you and the other one almost flanking you just to the side, so not quite behind you, but it is your go. Yeah, uh, realizing that the situation is maybe a little bit more dire than I had realized at first, I think this would be a good time for Star Platinum to join the party. Yeah. Hey, Star Platinum. So, going to summon Star Platinum, we'll say just to the west of the bad guy that is next to me. Great, so flanking you, essentially. Or not not flanking you, flanking, you're flanking with Star Platinum here. Okay. Mm-hmm. Hmm, actually, ooh, it's concentration. These guys hit hard, that's, that's the thing. Oh, gosh. They do hit hard. They hit real hard. Okay. I'm, I'm going to maybe just, like, toss an idea by my friends here real quick. Uh, Star Platinum can hit a lot. Uh, I could potentially try and 
tank my own thunder wave so I could knock these guys away from me and then hopefully not need to disengage so I can get into a bottleneck a la what Lance is doing in one of the other rooms. That's risky, though. They're both risky. Anything I'm doing is risky because I'm fighting mechanical earwigs, apparently. It's risky business. We'll just stick with the Star Platinum vibe because Star Platinum's a fan favorite and we, we need more Star Platinum in our lives. Yeah, we need some platinum, baby. Stop. Yeah, platinum. so, so yes, I will have, uh, I will summon Star Platinum at fourth level so that I can get some extra attacks. Ooh. And when I summon Star Platinum, I will make him fuming. <laughs> yeah. Just angry. Yep. That's appropriate. Very angry Star Platinum. So. You woke him up from his nap. Yeah. First things first. Okay. So flanking Star Platinum. And so first I'm going to have Star Platinum make the first short sword attack against the guy that I'm currently flanking Star Platinum with. Great advantage there. Correct. I almost just looked up the spell Star Platinum in Tasha's, even though it's Star Platinum's just the person you call this fey that you summon. <laughs> yeah, Star Platinum is, it's, it's a powerful name, very powerful name. Uh, that's a 19 to hit. That's a hit. Bam. Okay, so that is going to be... Nine piercing damage and five force damage. Ooh, all of those go right through into this individual. Thirteen total. And it's still up? Yes, still up. Uh. <laughs> okay, we're going to make a second one against that same guy. Okay, sounds good. Uh, go ahead and roll an attack with advantage. Yeah, that's a 27 to hit. Whoa! Okay. It was very close to being a natural 20. Yeah, that's going to be 13 piercing damage plus one force damage. Ah, all right. Well, this creature is looking very hurt. Of course it is. Very of course hurt. It is. Of course it is. Ow. No, like, it's it's starting to be like, uh, and like a couple of its legs are starting to malfunction and the tail's like whipping back and forth. This is definitely damaged. Yeah, 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 yeah. I look at this thing that is still moving, unfortunately, uh, but I look past it at Malamara. Malamara is not looking too great right now, I'm if I recall correctly. in the other room. You're at the doorway. Yes, and the doors are open. They're open? Yeah, door. you're right in the doorway there. Cheers. So if I look at Malamara, do I get the sense that Malamara might appreciate uh, a healing word, for example? <laughs> Mal Might. looks quite hurt to you, yes. Okay, yeah, we're going to drop a third level healing word. Oh, wait, no, I can't do that because yeah, cantrip. Yeah, you cast Star Platinum. Oh, no, cantrip. Yeah. Uh, yeah, if Mal, before she could get her rage off, took like, what was it, like 40 damage or something? Yeah, well, I'm not going to waste my bonus action, so I'll cast Cure Wounds on myself, I suppose, with my Ritual of Mistletoe. And so that's going to be... Eight hit points back to me. Thank you, please. All right. And that'll do it for Fleeple. All right, we go to the Skitterwigs flanking Malamara right now. So, Mal, the first one. So, the first one, um, they are going to bite you for a 24 to hit, which... That hits. For a total of 10 piercing damage. Perfect. Halved. And then the tail with its lightning crackling comes towards you and um, as you're throwing it off from the bite, the tail just misses you. So it does not gain purchase there. This other one 
Is a 16 to hit? Uh, 16 does not hit. <gasps> so the bite goes towards your neck and you uh, bash it away with your elbow and then the tail just flails wildly as it also misses you with only a 15 to hit. Um, no attacks from them and they are going to keep flanking you though and that is their go. All right, Jacob, the one right in front of you is going to attack. So that is a total of... 13 to hit for the bite. Does not hit. Oh, man. I'm rolling terribly. And 10 for the tail. Does not hit. So, chomp. And then the tail. Miss. Both of you. Lucky round for you as well. And it goes to Malamara at this point. Mal, you are next to these two that are flanking you. One on your left, one on your right. You see Fleeple a little bit down the hallway with Star Platinum uh, creating a flanking position there. What do you do? Well, since she's raging and we are now level eight, she is going to attack one and attack the other with her second attack. Second attack! The first one is a 19. 19's a hit! And the other one, ooh, is only a 16. Okay, 16 is not a hit. Do you have inspiration? I do not. Mm, Uh, The first hit will be on the one to the north of me, and the second hit will be on the one to the south. So the one to the north of me takes 16 points of slashing damage. Okay, 16 points. And? This one's looking a, a bit hurt. Oh, good, just a bit. Just a bit. It's fine. Looking a bit. It's fine. It's fine. It started like uh, one of its legs was detaching and it's trying to like mend itself. Um, but uh, it, it's it's struggling to mend itself there. Great. And while I'm raging, that is my whole turn. Okay. No bonus action, no movement? Nope. Great. Sounds good. We jump to the other ones, namely the ones that are behind the choke point that cannot act. Yay. Um, Yay. <laughs> So they are furious and are not happy. So we go to the ones right in front of Ned. Um, Ned, you've got the one that is you are flanking with Star Platinum. And these creatures are not overly intelligent, so they're not going to understand. Oh, they're spellcaster. I can make them drop a concentration spell. So I'm going to roll percentile here to see who they're going to attack, whether you or Star Platinum here. I'm just going to make it a straight 50-50 for this guy because he's right next to both of you. Are you actually thinking about what the numbers mean before you roll the yeah, die? Yeah, I am. <laughs> I plan it before you roll I it. I know a few weeks ago <laughs> I just like rolling, but no, this time I am. So one through three will be Star Platinum. Four through six will be you. It's a four. Uh, yeah. There we go. Yeah. Um, that's a non-natural twenty to hit for the bite. That hits. Okay, and that's going to be. Oh, not a lot. Um, six points of piercing damage. Okay, so I just got to get a ten on my con save. That's a natural one. <gasps> Inspiration. Oh, no. Inspiration. I have no inspiration. I give you my inspiration, Ned. Oh, well, thank you. That's a good use of that inspiration. It's a dire dire situation. situation. (laughs) That's that's a 16. Okay. Yeah, all right. 
Now the tail's gonna come for you. I take my look back. Only an 11 for the tail. That misses. Yep, that definitely misses. So, uh, the other one I'm going to have roll percentile, and since Star Platinum is further away, it's only gonna be a 25% chance that they're gonna go to Star Platinum. 75 that they're gonna stay on you. But Star Platinum is such a bigger threat than I am. Star Platinum has done so much more damage. Yeah, it's true. You know what? We'll make it 35%. Wow. 35%. The mathematician (laughs) doesn't go to the 50, but we'll give you the 35. 25 to 35. 23. So they would have gone anyway. (laughs) Thank goodness. Uh, That that is... um, and it uh, gives you an attack of opportunity if you want to take it. Yes, it does. And it has to be a melee attack, I believe, right? Unless you ca- unless you take a certain feat, it has to be a melee. Okay, well, it's it's been a while, but I'm going to do Primal Savagery. That is a 12 to hit. 12 misses, unfortunately. So you reach out and you try to scrape and you just, your claws don't get into any of the gears. They just on the hide. But here goes to Star Platinum, the bite. That was cocked. 21 to hit. That hits. Star Platinum takes seven points of piercing damage. And then the tail. Mm -hmm. 14. That misses. (gasps) The tail goes wide. Thank goodness. And the lightning crackles in the air. That brings us to the top of the round with Lance. All right. Your go. You get the feeling as you're looking at these um, two skitterwigs in the back that they are very agitated and uh, getting more frenetic in their movements, in their actions. So just that's your general observation. Okay. Um... Lance is going to, all this talk that we just did about, oh, what does the bonus action do? Does it do dodge? Does it do disengage? Inspired me. Lance is going to use his action to dodge. I'm keeping the bottleneck, but now, instead of really affecting any of these people, I'm just going to be dodging, and so any attack against me for the turn will have disadvantage. All right. Any movement, any bonus action? Can't move away because of the bottleneck. And the bonus action, I mean, I don't really have anything. You could bonus action disengage. I could bonus action disengage <laughs> and dodge disengage and everything. <laughs> Get out of my way. Dodge disengage and don't move. <laughs> I think Lance is just going to, just for his bonus action, he's just going to shout over to Fleeple because he's kind of like in the doorway, but he also can see. And he's going to be like, ah, how are we doing over there? Not great. Pretty bad. Oh, great. Me too. <laughs> okay. <laughs> hold the door. Hold. Oh, hold the door. All right. That's what I'm going to do. <laughs> All right. All right, Fleeple, it jumps over to you then. Okay. I'm going to look at individual in front of me. It's got a pretty big armor class, but I'm hoping it's not wise because I'm going to cast Toll the Dead. Boom. Toll the Dead. Boom. So what sort of a save do I need to make? One, I believe, is wisdom. Okay. They have a plus zero in their wisdom. Good. They rolled a 12. Yay, that fails. You told that did. Toll it, toll it, toll it. So that is going to be 2d12. Whoa. 19 necrotic damage. 
19 necrotic damage. That is exactly the amount of hit points it has yeah. left. Oof. It explodes right in front Four of you. Four rounds of combat, and we finally killed one. <laughs> <sighs> okay, okay, okay. All of the gears, the, the metallic hide, the lightning, the oil that's inside of it, uh, some of the arcane magic fizzles as it just explodes outward from Toll the Dead. You cover your eyes as some of the shrapnel grazes your cheek and just gives you a very, very minor cut. But that is your action. You have defeated one of them. Thank goodness. Okay, now I'm going to use my movement to flank with Star Platinum. And then I'm going to use my bonus action, since I did a cantrip for my main action, bonus action healing word, third level on Mal. There you go. Yeah, Thanks. there you go. Gotta love those cantrip attack spells. They actually do quite a good, decent amount. They do, like, uh, especially um, Toll the Dead, which levels up with your total level, I believe. Mm-hmm. And then so does Eldritch, Eldritch Blast. Blast, which also does that. So, mm-hmm. like, Mal could be twenty, like 18 levels in Barbarian, and her Eldritch Blast would still be amazing. Not a ton, but it's 10 hit points for Mal. Thank you. I'll take any any little bit. And now it's Star Platinum's turn. Yeah, Star Platinum. Go for it. Get it. Star Platinum is going to hit this thing twice. All right. It's going to be a 26 to hit. Oh, wow. Nine piercing damage plus three force damage. Wow. So that's a total of 13, right? 12, I believe. 12, okay. I'll, I'll take 13 if you give it to me. <laughs> uh, yeah, this one's still standing. It's looking a little bit hurt. Second attack's only a 16. 16 is a miss, unfortunately. Star Platinum successfully attacks with the first, but the second one goes wide or scrapes against uh, its hide and... Um, you hear the mechanical noises and like this hissing sound as a little bit of like oil escapes from its mouth towards Star Platinum, looking a little bit uh, frightened, a l- little bit uh, hurt. Those both were with, with advantage, right? Yes. Fleep a little Star Platinum, and you are done. Mal, the ones next to you are going to take their turn. The one north that you damage is going to bite for a 17. That is exactly my armor class. Oh, okay, so it does hit. Total of 13 piercing damage. Half to six, six? Yes, you always round down. And then another 17 here mm-hmm. for the tail, which is going to do nine points of piercing damage. Total of four. Mm-hmm. And nine points of lightning damage as well. Which is also halved because I'm raging as a bear. Yep, so all damage is halved. That's crazy. I do need you to make a constitution saving throw, though, Mal. Remember how this was just a fun little silly side quest that we were doing? Ah, yeah. This is so fun, this is Thomas. This going to relax us. I'm so glad. This is fun. Oh, yeah. This is a fun, fun little side you. quest. 22. You're fine. You're not stunned. You're fine. Yay. You're fine. <laughs> and now the other one is going to go for you. The bite is a total of 23. That hits. For a total of nine points of piercing damage. And the tail is 22 to hit. Also hits. Which is six points of piercing damage. And 13 points of lightning damage. And another constitution saving throw, please. 19. 
19's a success. You are not stunned with this lightning that is coursing through your body. You just accept it, and you you let that fuel you. You let that drive you to hopefully hit a lot harder than these guys hit against you. It is now the one right in front of you, Jacob. They're going to attack with a bite with disadvantage because you're dodging. Yes. Total of 22. At disadvantage? Hold a 16 and a 17. <laughs> yeah. Well, dodging, stupid. No, I'm sure. Yeah, that hits. <laughs> <laughs> Never so again. going to dodge again. Uh, that's uh, seven points of piercing damage. And the tail only gets an eight because I rolled a two and an eight. So that is a miss. So you get ah. bit and you're like, ah! And you, <laughs> you push it back and the tail goes right into the wall. So, we jump now to Mal. It is your turn here. Well, she's going to take both of her attacks at the creature to the north of her. And hopefully, if there's enough damage, maybe cleave through it into the other one on the other side of Reckless? Yes, let's do Reckless. Actually, no. Let's not do Reckless, because... That just gives advantage about them to me, and I just can't. I just can't. Can't. Well, they've already got advantage because they're flanking you. Not if I take one out. Mm. Yeah, that's fair. Uh, the first one is a 21. 21's a hit. The other one is a 24. 24's a hit. Didn't even need reckless. 28 points of slashing damage. You cleave through this first individual, spraying arcane and oil ichor all over the wall. It hisses. The gears get lodged in some of the walls. It is destroyed. The one that has been damaging you, your rage fuels you, and you're able to um, immediately bring your sword hilt back on the one behind you and bop it on the nose for one one extra point of damage <laughs> on it. Um, and as a bonus action, I'm going to take my small healing potion. Grab the healing potion. You go, oh, thank heavens. Oh, gosh. Uh, and you just start <laughs> chugging it. How much did you heal for, Mal? Nine points of damage. All right. That's pretty good. I got a four and a three plus the two. Lance, the two that are behind the chokehold are so impatient that the first one starts climbing on top of it, and the first one sort of like bucks it back. And this one is going to bite into the one in front. Ah, yes. My strategy. For a total of 14, which misses. But then they're going to do a tail attack as well which is a 13, which also misses, unfortunately, but the second one is going to take suit as they start to turn onto each other. The other one gets a 19 on the die, so that's a hit for the bite, and then the second one is a 19 as well, um, so that's going to be uh, an attack for the tail. Uh, they have immunity to lightning, so the lightning damage doesn't take effect, but they are still going to take... 3d6 damage. Oh, terrible roll. 10 points of damage to the one in front of you uh, as they are now being turned on because they they are not allowing them to attack and get to you. And so this choke point seems to be a really smart idea because it's turning things a little bit into your favor. Now, are they going to be more frenetic when they get to you after this person's dead? that next round right so uh we jump to the top of the round and it is your turn lance i will dodge <laughs> i will keep dodging for now because it's simple it's working on our favor and with my bonus action i will turn to flippo and go how are we looking now how are we doing 
A little bit better. Oh. Not, not, still not very good, okay. but a little bit better than before. Okay, me too. Me too. <laughs> and Fleeple, it's your go. All right. Uh, we're going to toll the dead on this new guy. Wisdom saving throw, DC 16. <gasps> Roll the 16 exactly. <sighs> okay. So nothing, I believe, right? Correct. Well, not going to waste my bonus action. So mouse still looking bad over there? Even worse than the last time you looked at her. <laughs> Even with the healing. <laughs> I'll add a third level spell, so second level healing word. Yeah. Nine hit points. Thank you. Nice. Wait, wait, sorry. I did the wrong math. 11 hit points. Oh, that's right. I have my moon sickle, so an extra d4. 11 plus, so that's 13. And you know what? I'll throw in another sprig of mistletoe. Bringing it up to 16. 16 hit points. 16 hit points to Malamara. Could you roll that d4 for the last one? Did you forget about it the last time? I did forget about it the last time. And if Thomas is... I'll allow it. Yay! Another four hit points. Hey! 17 hit points in one spill. Yeah. Well done. All right, now it's Star Platinum's turn. It is. Star Platinum's going to hit the thing twice. 27 to hit. 27. Oh my gosh, how are you not getting natural 20s with him? Getting close. 13 piercing damage. 13 piercing? 6 force damage. Whoa! That's 19? That was very nearly max damage. This critter is on death's door. Still up, but only has half of its legs. It's like lumbering, trying to stand up, but its lightning is a little bit more. Second attack from Star Platinum. Natural 20. Yeah! Oh, there you go. 15 piercing damage and 11 force damage. Wow. There is nothing recognizable left of this creature as Star Platinum severs its head and just starts stomping and jumping all over it, being fuming. It was right in the middle of tea time and it was forced to be brought here, fuming, it's destroying anything in sight. So well done, that is taken care of as well. That is two. Going on a Stardust Crusade over here. Now, what it's going to do is Star Platinum's going to run 40 feet to the east in Lance's direction. <laughs> it's a mad, mad lamb running at me. Still about 25 feet away from you. Wait a minute, did I do that math right? 40, no, I didn't do that right. Oh, I did. Okay, yeah. So still about 25 feet away from Lance, I believe. Yeah, and just barely not close enough to get what I want, but we're still going to bonus action face step right next to Lance. Okay. You see Star Platinum, and does Star Platinum, like, baa like a sheep, or do they talk, or... Uh, I just imagine, like, they, they look over and, like, like with possible goat eyes, look at Lance and go, bah! Star Platinum is fuming right now, so when he opens his satyry goat mouth, uh, it just sounds like a train whistle. That's terrifying. There you in go. In fantasy world, because there's no trains. <laughs> oh, we, we rode on a train, <laughs> a fireball trolley. Oh, that's true. We did ride a fireball trolley. Lance, you are dodging, and this fey creature pops up right next to you, uh, terrifying you. We jump over to Mal. Mal, good move on you for not having giving this advantage as they're going to attack you now. With a bite, natural one, totally misses. It goes for your knee. You knee it in the face, and then the tail comes at you for a total of nine. 
no tail, and you grab the tail and you like smash it on the ground a little bit, disorienting it. That is its turn. The one in front of you, Lance, is uh, not sure what to do other than to keep focusing in on the target because it can defeat you. It can get these other two off of its back. So it is going to roll with disadvantage for the bite. That's a three and a natural 20. Oh. So that, that three gives it a nine, which misses, and the tail comes at you. A seven and a natural 20. Oh, oh no! So, <laughs> what were you saying about dodge? My baby. For a total of 13, which misses, I believe, right? Uh, yeah. Yeah. It is not liking how it's just being demolished, so it's going to try and uh, back away, actually, letting you have an attack of opportunity if you want to take it. Okay, yeah. I will take it with my short sword. Go for it. And Mal, you're next, so be ready. That is 19. That's a hit. Roll damage. <gasps> Ned, you beautiful man, you. Is Star Platinum five feet within this thing? Yeah. Then I get sneak attack. Yeah, yeah. You do. I didn't even think about that. Neither did I. I'll pretend that I thought about it, but I didn't. Lance just looks at this satyr lamb and like, as it's like doing a train whistle and then like, I just imagine like it all of a sudden stops and they just like kind of nod with respect at each other and he goes in for it. <laughs> 23 points of damage. 23 yep. points, holy cow. Uh, this is looking very damaged. All right, uh, that's its turn. And um, Mal, it's your go. She's going to use both of her attacks on this remaining enemy to the south of her. I don't think that surprised anybody. Let's just swing away here, Mal. Swinging. 19. That's a hit. And uh, that's a 22. Oh, both hits. 29 points of slashing damage. 29 points of slashing damage. Gee whiz. That, this person, this creature is very hurt. Still up. Not dead, but definitely hurt. Listeners, all of you listeners that uh, have missed us doing any sort of like attacking, uh, really crunchy episodes, this one's for you. Shout out to you. I just realized it's almost taken us the whole episode just to get through three rounds again. So. That's combat, baby. <laughs> You know what? You're right. It's on me. So these two skitterwigs down by Lance, they I'm going to roll to see if they rec even recognize that the skitterwig in front moved or if they're just like so frenetic, they're just going to keep attacking them. I'm going to say there's a uh, oh, just knowing their intelligence score. I'm going to say there's a 60% chance that they're still going to attack the skitterwig instead of moving forward to take you, Lance. So skitterwig one an eight so they are going to keep attacking the skitterwig and the second one is a three so eight percent and three percent they're both just going to keep wailing on this skitterwig even though they moved out to uh they're just so blinded they have an intelligence score of four so they're not very bright creatures here so first bite 17 on the die that's a hit uh, 16 total for the tail, which is a miss. Second one does a bite of, oh, almost a natural 20. 14, which misses, and the tail is 19 on the die, so that hits. So we've got one bite and one tail. Let's see, 9, 11, plus 6, 17 points of damage. This skitterwig is on death's door as well. Still standing and looking to his compatriots, being like, what the heck, guys, I moved. 
just getting demolished. We're back to the top of the round. Lance, it is your go. You have Star Platinum on your side. There are There is 10 feet between you and the next Skitterwig who is on Death's Door. The other two are still in visual range. You can attack them. What do you do? Is Star Platinum a physical entity when summoned or is like can things walk through star platinum or not uh no star platinum does become an actual creature like with the stat block and everything yes so you could touch them physically but so you can't walk through them i think lance is going to understanding that fleeple kind of controls or at least you know prompts star platinum i think lance is like okay i'm gonna take this cue i'm thinking that he sent this over here to take my place potentially and so what uh, Lance is going to do is, and there's nobody within five feet of him, so there's no, like, they can't get a reaction attack on me. Lance is going to back up into kind of actually behind, because this whole fetching time right behind me has been this big whatever it's called. What does this thing look like? It's like a cockroach, just like a 30-foot-long cockroach, basically. This illusion, this illusion. like, trying to eat yeah, you. That, <laughs> it, I've still <laughs> been seeing, so it's, like, terrifying to be here. But, yeah, Lance is going to back up, and as he does, he's just, like, slide his face across Star Platinum's, like, you're beautiful. And he'll just, like, back up, because he knows like, what it's there for. <laughs> and Lance is going to hope that this weird illusion may be also visible to these machines, and he is going to bonus action hide behind the illusion. Okay. Yeah. The illusion is still up, so you could visit. Yeah, you can hide because it is still... It wasn't dropped. It wasn't dispelled, so go ahead and hide. All right. Bonus action hide. Roll a hide check. Yeah, I've moved back. Bonus action hide. Uh, so I do a a sneaky hide, a stealth check. Oh, and I get advantage on those because of my boots, right? Boots of elven kind? Yeah. It says no sound. I, th- this has always been a question of mine about Elven Boots. Is it that I get stealth checks with advantage if they're based on sound? I was always confused by that. I think it's just a general. All right. Advantage. That's going to be 20, 20 non-natural, 20 to hide. Okay. Sounds good. Um, you feel pretty hidden. You are hidden. And with that, Lance will then sheathe the weapons, take out the longbow, and not the longbow, the shortbow. I have a shortbow. And I will shoot through, because I back just straight up. I still have a clear sight. Or no, I don't, because this illusion is still there. I don't know. You call this, Thomas. I want to shoot at the creature that I can still see within the doorway. But there's also an illusion in front of me. Yes. You can peek around the illusion in this particular instance. I'm I'm going to curve the shot, curve the bullet. (laughs) I will do that then. And because I am hidden from this creature, uh, I get advantage. That is... Oh, my gosh terrible rolls. That's what that is. That's not going to hit, because that's a 13. Wow, that is not No, hit. really bad <laughs> rolls. It. Really bad rolls. Yeah, I might have to bonus action hide again the next time, but... Alright, that's my that's my turn. Oh, unfortunate. Um, Fleeple, it's your go, and then Star Platinums. Okay. Uh, real quick, I did check in the Dungeon Master's Guide. Boots of Elvenkind give you advantage on stealth checks that rely on moving silently. Mm, I see. So, just to clear that up, so I hid using the illusion, but also I'm making no sound. Would I still get advantage there? To, like, my advantage of rolling to sneak or to hide? I would think so, because you're... So, like, visually, you have total cover, yeah. right? But they possibly could have heard where you were auditorially. Okay. And that's what the elves of boot, uh, 
the boots of elven kind help you avoid. But if you're trying to hide like in a crowd when somebody's already looking at you, they're not going to help you with that. Okay. So mostly like if I'm already sneaking, they're basically there to help me. And this is because I was blocked from vision. It's also kind of hidden. So, okay. Or if like you turn a corner and yes. somebody loses sight yes, of gotcha. you. Okay. Just need to clear that up for myself. All right. Fleeple. All right. I'm going to move to the square to the northeast of Malamara. All right. Helping Mal. 10, 15, 20 feet, I believe. Nope. Northeast. Yep. Now I'm going to use bonus action Ritual of Mistletoe to cast a first level Cure Wounds, and I'm going to add... Uh, how's How bad is Mal looking at this point? A lot less hurt. Like, half as hurt as I was before. Or, like, okay. of her total vitality, maybe, like, half. <laughs> okay, so we'll get the regular D8 from Cure Wounds and the D4. I'm specifically saying D4 so it gets ingrained in my brain. I've got the moon sickle. I get that extra <laughs> D4. <laughs> yep. That's going to be 14 points. Oof. Whoa! It's almost max healing. And now, with my regular action, Toll the Dead on the Beastie to the other side of Malamara. Here's his wisdom roll. That's a three. Yay! Five necrotic damage. Ugh! Still up, but even more looking like death. Yay. Uh... Okay, that'll do it for Fleeple. Now, Star Platinum is going to bonus action face step behind the Skitterwig in the middle. 20 feet, okay. And because he's fuming, he gets advantage on the next melee attack he makes after using the face step. Okay. It's a modded 20 to hit. Nice. Which one are you hitting? The one right behind? He's right behind or the one on the sides? Yeah, we're going to start with the one in the middle. Okay. Nine piercing damage. Nine piercing damage. Great. Plus five force damage. They explode and their guts fall upon their comrades directly behind them. And uh, Star Platinum grabs some of the oil and is like just holding it in its fist. Star Platinum is the MVP this battle, it turns yeah. out. Yeah, seriously. Really yeah. That guy in there. Now Star Platinum is going to use... Mm, no, not, he's not going to move. That would provoke opportunity attacks. Just going to make a second attack against the guy to the northwest, let's say. Great. Critical fail. Oh, no. All right. Too enraptured with the death of the skitterwig in front of him, the second attack misses. But one down, which is still a good a good turn, a good yeah. move there. He, so like, he jumped licks some of the oil off of his hand and then realizes that was a bad idea. Starts like throwing up all over these like, skitterwigs. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's accurate. The skitterwig below Mal attacks. The bite is 11 and the tail is a critical failure. So nothing there. Yay. Uh, so success for Mal. And we jump to the one that has died and they're dead so they can't do anything. <laughs> so Mal, it's your turn. The one below you is at death's door, like, so close to dying. I'll just take my attacks on it, because there's no other enemies. Uh, that was a 23. That's a hit. And a 26. All right, that's also a hit. 20, 21 points of slashing damage. Wow, you tripled the amount of hit points that they had left, so they are very dead. Very gone. Your frustration has properly been vented towards the people that were doing you the most harm. So well done. Uh, I would say so. Now looking into this room, seeing Lance hiding behind a giant cockroach. <laughs> Lance is going to die. 
and um, two other two other rooms off of this hallway. Mm-hmm. Mal will move her full 40 feet into the room to the south. So 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30, 35, 40. Yeah. Would you like the description again? I gave it to you last time he opened the door. Um, on my next turn, I'm going to explore the room, so it's fine for now. Great. Sounds good. The other two are going to... They don't see anybody else in sight, so they're going to just start attacking Star Platinum. That's a 16 to hit for the bite. Barely hits. Okay. A 15 for the tail. Misses. A 22 for the second bite. Hits. And a 16 for the tail. Barely. (sighs) Yes. All right. So the first tail. Ooh. 12 points of piercing damage. Mm -hmm. And um, I said another bite and another tail, right? Yep. Shut that door. Um, 11 points of piercing damage for the second bite. Ooh, he's getting down there. And then... Shut that door. Ooh, four piercing for the tail. Okay, he's still up. And then for the lightning, 14 points of lightning damage. Yeah, would would you believe me if I say that Star Platinum is immune to lightning damage? <laughs> <laughs> not if you say it like Wait a that. Minute. <laughs> Let me look up the, Let me look up the spell that, Star that, Platinum. That deception check yeah. didn't work. <laughs> well, the, you know, if you if you look up the spell Face Spirit, it won't say they're immune to lightning damage. But I'm using the spell Star Platinum. That's right. <laughs> Flaple crafted the spell, uh, DM. Yeah. <laughs> okay, Star Platinum Star gives... Star Platinum uh, does. gives He does a Freddie Mercury-style pose and then disappears into a puff of stardust. Just as uh, You've Got the Touch fades away. Uh, thank you, Stan Bush, for your contribution to this podcast. That is their turn, though. They can't move because they are done. And Lance, it's your go. I am going to, hearing just the echoes of words off the walls from an ethereal force. Lance will get the idea of, I should shut that door. And, <laughs> uh, and Lance will run up and shut the door he foolishly opened. <laughs> oh, Mickey, I thought you were telling like your husband to shut the door. In your room that you were recording. Nope. So did no, I. no, I knew the whole time. I'm like, oh yeah, shut, that, just shut the door, she's guys. telling just, us to shut, shut the door, door. I'm and not we're down not there, doing but it. you guys should probably shut the door. <laughs> <laughs> I was just putting the vibes out there. I thought like one of your kids was trying to talk to you while yeah, you were like, shut the door, shut the door, please, shut the door, please, shut, 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 one, two, three. Mouse is counting yeah. to Lance. Lance one. Okay, two. Okay, I'm going to do it. Gosh, the strong the strong mom yeah. vibes from uh no, right from uh, the casino oh, coming out here. So yeah, Lance will run up, shut the door, and hope that these things aren't velociraptors and can open doors. <laughs> okay. That was your interact. You technically still have an action and bonus action if you wanted to take any, but if not, you can just Hold the door and wait. Hold the door. Lance will, just in case that they somehow are able to, Lance will just, like, put his body weight on the door, and if they are trying to open it, like, with the handle, then he can maybe be a barrier with his amazing plus one of strength. Go ahead and roll an athletics check (laughs) just in case they try to push through the door. (sighs) Time to get the swole on. Here we go. 
Oh my gosh, four. <laughs> four. four. Okay. This is for Star yeah. Platinum. <laughs> and. <laughs> the emotion's getting to him. He's becoming yeah. overcome. <laughs> he was so brave. So brave. Fleeple, it's your turn if you want to do anything in particular. Yeah, I'm going to fly 35 feet towards Lance. Okay. That's your movement. You are still about 40 feet away from Lance. Yeah, and I'm going to ready an action if either of those skitterwigs tries to open the door, and if they manage to succeed, I'm going to cast Toll the Dead on them. Okay, sounds good. Well done. We'll jump down to Mal here, uh, as it's not the skitterwig's turn. You're just going to take in the room, right? Yeah, because um, we came down here. We opened some doors. She's a little unclear of exactly what we're doing. We're kind of just running from one thing to the next. So uh, she's just going to do a quick look around the room and try and glean what's in here, its purpose, and if there's anything to be learned in here. So I'll just reread the description again. A stone forge stands at the back of this dark room, which contains four stone tables apparently meant to serve as workstations. Smith's tools are spread across the tables with protective aprons and helmets hanging from hooks on the walls and pieces of sheet metal and weapons are stacked up in the corners of this room. I'm going to do a general perception check here. And by general, I mean just a, a perception check. Oh, not great. A 10. So with the 10, you just see nothing like big sticks out from you. As I said, the sheet metal, with your 10, you're able to easily pick up. It's very reminiscent to the metal tubes that were sticking out from the initial room that you came down the stairs. Remember the four tubes that were sticking out of the ceiling? Uh, This sheet metal definitely matches the metal sticking out from the, the ceiling there. Not a lot of stuff grabs your attention other than when you go to one of the aprons you see a small like four inch tall owl bear figurine hmm. and it seems to be in the same gear and mechanical style as the skitterwigs but it's only four inches mal's gonna slip that into her pocket and um just for mickey as a player mm-hmm. we came in here because the guy died outside and then earthquakes. The people inside started attacking us. Oh, it was earthquakes. Yeah, we went inside. Sorry, we I, like, just, I feel like I've lost. I've lost the purpose of this side quest. <laughs> <laughs> I need a. I need a reminder of what our purpose. I don't is. think we've officially discovered it. <laughs> you definitely. You still are discovering, and it's only getting weirder and weirder. You uh, were given this book from a dying man, so to speak, and in it, it was just a very interesting contraption made inside of this statue, and Fleeple and Lance, you both said, like, you couldn't quite exactly discern what it was, but it was very intriguing, and then the guards asked if you would follow up with it, essentially, and the earthquake was the big thing that prompted you forward to do some more investigation. Then you had these custodians throwing their bodies at you, yelling for stonky and your interest has been peaked. The ones were tied upstairs to these massive chairs and this secret passageway leading down made you feel like, okay, this is where we're going to start, going to start getting some answers. Yeah. I, I'm like calling over to Lance, just going, I think she's forgetting about air too. Mission accomplished. <laughs> yeah. I, th- I think, I think we'll really get a good mind off things. <laughs> no, I'm just a mother of three. That's been at home all day, every day with her three kids all week. <laughs> Given that context, we feel like they're doing 
negative things here, right? That the guy, like, he stole the information and stole... Yeah, something like that, right? Okay, so with that in mind, Mal's going to start this process and then on her next turn continue it. She's going to try and look for a way to uh, sabotage the forge in here. If they're making these kind of creatures, maybe we can stop that production process. So she's going to go over to the forge and on her next turn start to try and sabotage it. Great, yeah, and uh, the stone forge is just like a, a minor workstation. The, the coals and the embers have been, uh, they're not hot for sure. They, they, uh, the heat is minimal coming off from them, but we'll come back to you on that turn. But we'll jump on over to Lance, and Lance, as you push your weight up against it, morning uh, Star Platinum, all you hear are skitters on the door as they are unable to open and push forward, but they seem to be agitated and with that agitation with the end of the round now out of combat for the time being that is where we're going to end this week's episode of i cast fireball We survived. A nice, relaxing vacation. Ah, yes. Remember Thomas sold it to us? Yeah. This is a silly side quest. Silly, Let's just go on silly, silly side, side quest, quest where you could die from cockroaches. Super die. <laughs> Mal got down to 10 hit points at that point with both of those creatures on either side of her still. You, 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 know, wow. what I would, you know what I would call this, Thomas? I would call this a shaky plan from you. <laughs> <laughs> got him. Oh man! Uh, well, this fun side quest <laughs> is is quite fun. It's quite so fun, fun for the dungeon oh, master boy. here. So, uh, with we'll have to see how they can thwart these custodians' plans. What exactly caused the earthquake? Who or what is Stonky? And why are all those custodians tied to chairs up on the second floor? Are they going to discover the other rooms that had doors that the Jank Squad did not pursue? We'll have to find out on the next episode of I Cast Fireball. Ned, Jacob, Mickey, thank you so much for joining as always. But listeners, thank you especially because without you, we would not be doing this. We would not keep moving forward and trying to make content that was a fun side quest, so to speak. So thank you so much for not only listening, but thank you for your reviews and your feedback and your uh, the what you are reaching out to us about. If you like what you're hearing, please leave a five-star review on the podcast of your choice. It gets us into other people's feeds. It lets us bring people into the iCast Fireball family, and it lets us know that you like what we're doing. If you want to reach out to us with something a little bit longer than a review, you can shoot us an email at iCastFireball2020 at gmail.com. We love hearing and answering your questions, hearing about your stories. Uh, we've had a lot of people reach out just talking about how they've been binging it over like the past few weeks, which is still mind-boggling to think that we have have enough material to binge over a few weeks so uh thank you it just is really uh heartwarming for us to read all these messages uh one of the messages not through our email but was a review uh this is from the tuna net fantastic name they say finally a quality clean DD podcast uh just some of the things they said in the review i cast fireball stands tall with the best of DD content which that's high praise. I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm very humbled with that sort of phrase there. Uh, the cast is talented and personable, all wonderful storytellers and voice actors with a production quality 
which we can attribute to Mickey and Mickey alone here, of this show is second to none, and I personally really appreciate the more family-friendly content. Thank you so much, The TunaNet. I uh, not only appreciate your name, but appreciate the review. Thank you so much. I want to give a quick shout out to our sister podcast as well, Improv Tabletop. Don't forget to check out their new season of the Avatar. Yeah, Blades of the Dao Fei. I was going to say Avatar Legends, but they are not using that tabletop system. They're using a new system called Blades in the Dark, but Blades in the Dao Fei is the content and where they're going moving forward in the Kyoshi era. It's fantastic, folks. Go give them a chance. Go give them a listen. They're using a new tabletop system, and it's a ton of fun, really immersive. Don't forget to leave them a five-star review on your way out as well. Lastly, don't forget to like, subscribe, and share with your friends and fellow Wacky Adventurers. But until next time, I'm Thomas, your DM, and around the table we have... Malamara. Lance Thalen and Fleeple. Let's keep that fire going, everybody. And we'll see you all next time.